0: Hello entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the marketing bound podcast where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. I got to interview Richard Moore last year. He's a sales and LinkedIn coach and has over 37,000 connections on the platform. He also has the most popular LinkedIn course on Udemy. I'll link everything in the show notes. The original interview was over an hour long. So I cut it down to just include the LinkedIn tips. You'll notice that I was just learning about the platform, but the advice that Richard gives is all still relevant. And after the last couple of weeks of LinkedIn episodes, I thought it would be great to finish off the month with one more. So in what you're about to hear, Richard provides tangible advice that will help you in your day to day on LinkedIn. Who you should be connecting to, what you should be posting, the structure of a post, what metrics to pay attention to, and the importance of building a network. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast and share this episode. what do you think is the best form of media to put on LinkedIn? Cause you said, you mentioned articles, you mentioned posts, you mentioned, you know, texts, posts, like what, what should we be doing now?
1: It's a good question. And um, I can't say live cause you have to reply. Um, but I think there's a number of, it depends on what you're after. If you want to be an influencer and sell the eyeballs you get, well, then you can download any viral video off YouTube or, or Facebook and post it and you'll crush it. And, and it's really irritating that that's the world a lot of people are inhabiting. And, and it's like you're this, you know, you're a business process al- a- analyst or something and you're doing this stuff just for followers. So try and avoid the route of trying to become an influencer unless that's genuinely your gig. It makes sense to post natively. It doesn't matter too much the medium as long as you are stimulating conversation. And what really matters is the copy that is going to draw people in. So people are revering content too much in the sense they put the content up and they think it's everything and they leave it and like, I'm not going viral, what's going on, like, you know? And mm. it's because it's 90%, sorry, it's 10% content, it's 90% distribution. Mm. And distribution in 2020 means having a strong network and having a strong network is in is precisely the same uh, tricks and, and techniques as having a, a strong friendship group in the offline world. The reason why when you moved into your flat, although you had the lockdown, Probably if you hadn't got the lockdown, it, when you moved into a flat, all of your friends would have been rushing to help unpack or at least have be part of the part moving in party. It's probably because they think you're a decent person, you hung out, you know, you've been to parties together, you cooked them lunch when they were ill and all the lovely things you probably do, Laura. Mm-hmm. But, but if you didn't do any of that, none of them would lift a finger and so you get out what you put in. It's the same here. And, you know, I don't have to go around to people's houses helping them move in, but checking in with a community of people that have some element of influence or who are, are you know, have a strong network is really worthwhile. It's good to be connected well to people who are your peers, sure. But if you want to really grow, you need people to show up for you who have clout and LinkedIn basically rewards early engagement of posts so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter too much if it's text only that performs really well or image or video it doesn't matter if you're crap on videos so don't worry about it do text you mm-hmm. know it doesn't matter too much but the main thing is if you get distribution early from bigger hitters so people with several tens of thousands of followers who have an active network then linkedin will say not only oh wow not only are people showing up for this post but People who are interested, like who have an active network, are showing up, we will distribute it further. And those are the relationships you want to be, be cultivating because those kind of people of influence uh, are, you know, they, they go a long way. When you, know, when you tag them legitimately in a meaningful way, they will validate that tag by showing up and, and that further feeds the distribution. So the way I grew very quickly. And like you know gaining something in the region it's not massive but it goes fast and probably like a thousand followers a month now is actually by by step changing through having people of influence engage with my content because i on behind the scenes i'm regularly messaging them in the dms or showing up for their content just generally being a good professional friend if you like mm-hmm. um, and that that goes a long way and it's probably no no different to um to building a podcast, it makes sense, we talked about this earlier, uh, you're, you've got your, your guest Mark Mitre, which why I mentioned him earlier, this, it makes sense to um, uh, uh, have people where they have some element of, of um, you know influence out there, and that helps, I really want to try and avoid using the word leverage, but there it is, you mm-hmm. kind of leverage their, their them to move up another level, and I think that's that's, if ever there's a formula for a podcast, then mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Another thing about LinkedIn, because at the beginning of the year, I told myself, I'm gonna post every single day. I'm gonna make sure that it's you know, quality stuff that people can talk about, and I'm okay. gonna see where it takes me. Okay. And there are two things that I realized. One, it's very hard to post every single day, especially yes. things of value. Like some days you okay. just don't wanna go on social media, for me mm-hmm. anyway right? So what is your advice for everyone listening who may not even have the time to post every day? What, what, what do you tell them?
1: Gosh, so many wonderful things I can tell. <laughs> there's, there's so much good news uh, when someone asked that. I was asked the same question earlier today, so I'm happy to answer this. Um, firstly, it doesn't matter. The world keeps turning. I know someone who's a massive influence uh, on, on, my, on on LinkedIn, and she hasn't posted in a month. doesn't matter, everyone's still there. Um, but if you are consistent, then you do stay on radars. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And people are like, oh, I see you all over LinkedIn all the time. It's like, no, you just keep looking at my content, which is why it keeps feeding it to you. That's all it is. Um, and people don't see you, that are like, oh, you haven't posted recently. I have, you've just not been engaging in it. That's all it is. It's related to how much they engage. but there are a couple of things you can do. So I don't have any time at all to muck about building content every day. I will not have time for that. I have other mm. things I, I have to do and, and content forms a thin veneer on top of all the actual being a practitioner. I have yeah. much like you, uh, you know, it's not just built post posting content. That's a full time job. So I create pillar content, which is probably what you're doing with your podcast. Every Monday I, I invest an hour in the, uh, live Q and a show which my team then breaks down. If you don't have a team, you can do this yourself or you can outsource it to five. It costs you nothing to do really. My team will take the live stream. They will find two clips and that becomes videos. It then gets uploaded. It's already on Instagram, on Facebook as well as LinkedIn, but it gets uploaded as an IGTV episode. It will be audiogrammed. There's a guy who's just been brought in now who is making Instagram carousels from quotes that the team have found from that week's content on the monday so like all of that month all of that week's content comes from that live stream Mm
0: -hmm. mostly
1: because i don't have time to stroll about talking into a camera phone so i just don't have time for it um so and it's not because i'm kind of suggesting it's not worth much it's just genuinely delivering on cut for clients means you can't do it too much in addition i will of course produce my own content as well but one thing that's also overlooked is that content is dead within a few days like it's just in the graveyard does not go anywhere no one's looking at it. it's no more views and if you look at even a viral post after like a week unless it's crazy viral after weeks like so no one looks at it anymore and so what i do is i will go back four to six to eight or whatever months to a great bit of content that's literally just sitting there and nothing's looking at it and copy and paste it so i was on the vacation last week i pre-recorded the q a because i knew there'd be no reception when i was right and then i i did only two other posts so i only posted three times i think it was last week three or four times and the other two the other posts were reposts last night's post which is done really well was posted 5 months ago and 8 months ago because it's really good content and everyone loved it then but also since 5 months ago there's a bunch of new followers and mm-hmm. in fact the old followers possibly didn't see it that time around so i would say you know, if you haven't, haven't got much to post that week, you can always post something based on something you've done in the past, but also don't overthink it. Like people are showing up for conversation starters against your opinion as a thought leader. And in that one sentence is everything you need. Okay. Conversation starters against your opinion as a thought leader. So it means don't just share someone else's post and don't write anything. Give your two cents against a topic that's related to the ecosystem within which you have a service that you want people to pay you for. <laughs> so yeah. I talk about sales and engagement and LinkedIn cause that's what I want people to pay me for. And it maps to then them seeing my profile and buying into whatever product there is, but I don't deviate too much from that. There's no pictures with, you know, cats playing guitars, which may have done really well. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I saw one the other day with loads of little ducklings <laughs> walking along and then one falling over because you know, it's hard to walk along a pavement if you're a duckling. And it's like, well, that's cute, and look at your 300,000 views, but like everyone's confused, they enjoyed the, the, the video, but no one's gonna buy anything. So mm-hmm. keep it tight, give it a pure signal. You can post a couple of lines of text as what are you thinking of that day. And the third thing I'd say uh, as well is, if you're finding it's t- t- tough to do during the week, just batch your content, spend mm-hmm. one hour, because what happens is after 20 minutes or so, if you look at the science of it, what's the book? Um, there's a book called Flow by a guy whose name I cannot possibly pronounce, it's very really long. Uh, Mikhail yeah. something. Um, after 20 minutes of working on something, you really get into flow. So if you can push through 20 minutes of being creative and writing stuff and spend one hour, you can write three bits of content on Monday morning and you're done. Or do it on a Sunday and you're done or if you're in the zone of recording a video record three and if you're worried about wearing the same t-shirt so put a jumper on halfway through you know it doesn't matter too much and no one cares <laughs> but yeah. they're, they're there for yeah. your opinion though so batching is intelligent uh, the, the pillar content and reposting not mad amounts and not like stuff from last week but you know things from a few months ago because everyone's forgotten about it so yeah. that's what I deploy and I would say there are very few people at the very top who don't repost stuff because no one has the time to make new things every day.
0: Yeah. And I think part of that, because you said reposting is making sure that when you are working on the content that it could be used for evergreen content and last Correct. longer than just, you know, what's happening today or last week or something. So, that so way I always you can reuse it. Is
1: it really, but it's getting easy now, but I I always yeah. checked in the past, like I'd scrub to the end of the video. Cause if it ended with like um like use the link in the comments to sign up to entrepreneur business live LA. I was like, Oh man, I can't use it. I'd have to like download it and cut the end off and stuff. So, uh, you know, so you're right. It needs to be, try and make stuff that's evergreen. It is a really good idea because you Mm -hmm. will use it again. And if it did really well, why wouldn't you want to post it again? It makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. Another thing that I think I have an issue with on LinkedIn and I've seen other people mention it too, is just being myself. Like showing the real me.
1: <laughs> being authentic. Yeah, being authentic.
0: I was trying to avoid using that word, but yeah, that is it's one of the
1: worst words because it, it's a good word and we should be authentic, but it's yes. overused. It's, it's overused
0: bothering. to the point where I don't think people understand what that means anymore. Yeah. And like personal
1: branding. It's just like, I yeah. do personal branding, but we don't like, know what it means. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So I want to ask you in terms of I guess, personal branding or being authentic. First, how much does that play a role into your success on LinkedIn? And two, if somebody is shy like me to be myself on LinkedIn, how can I overcome that?
1: Yes. So because you are winning instantly with hundreds of millions of people on there, it means that no matter how absurdly dull you are, for some, you're the greatest thing ever. So, so some people out there, Laura, will think you're interesting. And so you just got to pass <laughs> Thank <it>. you. <laughs> just, just bear that in mind. You know? Just some. But, <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but seriously, the, the mistake people make is to try and be someone different because mm-hmm. that's not sustainable. And one of the most powerful tools is consistency. I am a author- an authority on consistency because I do some things and like, people fall by the wayside after a while. They can't keep it up. But if I can just, if I do the same thing for a very long time and involve it and so on, like my live live streams, um, you, you become known. And, and the thing that the consistency has helped me with the most is practically just showing up like no frills, no fluff, just here's a really great bit of value. On a particular thing you can deploy immediately in your business a tweak uh, one of those you never knew this but here's a hack you might want to try things that makes a few people at least say oh my god I didn't realize that or wow I never looked at it that way just doing that and not overthinking how I deliver it I mean you don't want to have like heaps of laundry in the background you want to look reasonably clean and like Set, mm-hmm. You know, like there's a guy I know who who like doesn't wear a shirt and stuff like that. You know, come on. It's, you know, you want to, in his LinkedIn profile, he's just there like this. We like poorly lit with like his chest hair. And, like, what? doesn't really make sense. So, maybe so it maybe works for him. Maybe it works for him. And we're, yeah. we're real, like post authentic is to get your chest hair out. So we have <laughs> to do like that. And um, I hope you don't have any. But I but I do think that there's a lot of value in, in just simply sharing techniques and things, or tips and hacks, that kind of how-to approach is a really good start point because what you're before worrying about having to entertain people, you're being useful, and if you're useful against the thing you want people to pay you for, consistently, you may feel that that's boring, but what happens is you get people starting to kind of orbit around you and shop for you again and again, and importantly, they start seeing you for being the expert you are in that thing because it's crazy the number of, inverted commas, influencers or people with influence on, on LinkedIn who you follow and you watch their staff and they get huge amounts of, of traction. You're like, I have no idea what they do for a living. You know, it doesn't make sense. They, they show up, they, they share lots of video, but like, but what do you actually do? Like, how do you make rent kind of thing? Mm. And, and it's interesting because there's no clarity. So consistency against this pure signal about talking about this ecosystem within which you inhabit is really powerful. Um, and, and that's very simply done. You don't have to dress it up. Sure, you can evolve and over time it makes sense to have a decent hook at the start if you did video. Certainly need that kind of pattern interrupt or hook in that first line of your copy. And a call to action, even if at the end of of the, of the text in your post the call to action is, you know, do you agree with this or what's your opinion on this to stimulate conversation. Those basics are things you can you can pick up fairly quickly and and just again, by being consistent, but remembering that you should be deploying the majority of your time in finding people and going and getting your audience and engaging with them because then they will see you. Then they will show up. Then they will start commenting on, on the content. Whenever people have problems with engagement, it's almost never the content it's almost always there lack of distribution because people don't care about them enough at this point you know so that's where you need to focus is what is you
0: just mentioned what you call the three c's of linkedin
1: the three c's are part of the uh the basics of linkedin course glad you mentioned mm-hmm. it Laura. thanks and um, so the three c's start with content and it's in mm-hmm. order of importance so i'm i'm not devaluing content but i'm just placing it in third place it's still important okay because some people get triggered and say no content's really important i <laughs> I concur, it is yeah. important, but it's third place. So content, that's quality and starts conversations. If you look at all the people that are very successful, invariably, they don't share other people's stuff because the algorithm throttles traffic where to, to things that share. They, it rewards you starting native posts, okay, so your mm-hmm. own posts. So content, there's quality that stimulates conversation. The second C is connections and connection building. So you should be connecting with two types of people. One is sure, the people who may buy your product or those in their ecosystem who could influence that decision. That's actually the smallest portion. The larger portion is, is the peers and the network and the people who would show up for your content and those that help distribute it. Seth Godin calls them the sneezers. And so these are the people who are like, that they will, viralize it's so topical they will viralize if you like the the, the content uh because they're the ones with 80 100 600,000 followers and they're like oh richard's posted oh, i love your stuff richard oh that's really cool that's a really good point there's such a legend in sales and <laughs> and they post stuff like they write stuff like that and then linkedin feeds more people to it because big hitters are showing up and whether you like it or not those people when courted will if they show up will help elevate the post and so you know there's no nobility i want to make this clear for the record there's no nobility in having wonderful content and refusing to use any tags or anything to distribute it because you know well it's good it should be good enough on its own but that's just not how it works it's just absurd so it makes sense to distribute it properly and that's where your time should be spent so that's the community side and Mm -hmm. that's the, the biggest part is getting down like the way i've described it on the course is you get down from your throne and you actually go out and get to the audience yourself and it starts mm-hmm. with you on other people's content mm-hmm. philanthropically writing valuable content uh, comments to them and um and getting them to say oh thank you that's a, that's really nice of you to show up to my content and you do that a few times you start becoming familiar then they will check you out through curiosity and there's some sense of reciprocity there. So what I would do is regularly, so every day, show up, check out people you find valuable, who are heavy hitters as well, and become familiar by showing up on their content, not becoming familiar through trying to get them to show up on yours by tagging them all the time. Mm -hmm. No one wants to jump into a piece of content when they get tagged on it all the time if there's no relationships prior to it, which is why Jeff Weiner is a really bad idea for someone to tag. Because he's not going to see it, because you've not you're not connected to Jeff. It might work once every thousand posts, but it probably won't. So connect to people who see value in what you're doing, and then tag them meaningfully. But remember, the relationships are what drive this. Um, so those three Cs really matter: content, connections, and community.
0: Okay, love that. Yeah, I was like three Cs. I don't know what they are. <laughs> How much time do you spend on LinkedIn per day
1: or per week? It's a good question, actually very little amount of time. I would say cumulatively about an hour in a day. That's it. Oh, and people think I'm on there all the time. I'm actually not. <laughs> I'm on there to post, I'm on there to check in and, and like respond to some of the comments. I do my mm-hmm. best to get through them and often I can't and people are cool with it, it's okay. Um, but then I'm on there also um, like momentarily for a couple of clients where I'm helping with their content, I'll check in and, and, and work with that. But then the, probably the rest of the hour, is spent showing up in in comments either on my posts or mm-hmm. most likely on other people's and you now
0: outsource spent, the creation of the content
1: i, I do yeah. yes yeah. i didn't so but i always write the copy
0: yeah okay that makes it sense
1: needs to be my flavor um, and so, so I write my, with my kind of vibe you know and it has my, to be authentic my little english charm exactly yeah. right <laughs> otherwise everyone will be like hang on you don't say y'all in, in <laughs> London, what's going on? So, which is obviously how all American copywriters uh, write. So yeah, yeah it, would, it would give away, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's say I'm, I'm uh, building my brand, being authentic, you know, doing yeah. my thing on LinkedIn. What KPIs, what metrics should I be looking for to signify that I am growing and I'm getting to a place where okay this is going to be a reliable sales funnel for me great and my question. brand
1: that's a great question you should never ever look at your following ever mm-hmm. okay ever. it doesn't matter don't be comparative with others as well there's plenty of people who've got the same following as me who are crushing it that's because they they always start every post with i might my, my tears are in my eyes as i write this or this is the hardest post you know all the emotional stuff and you're like well you're going to do fine with your visibility but you know mm. it's that kind of stuff they'll do well in and then there's people who do terribly who got three times or ten times their following so don't be comparative at all um the kpis should should start if you look at the three c's the content try and do something each day if you're interested in what you can get away with as <laughs> <it's> a minimum <laughs> And that yeah. would, that should be, it shouldn't be indefinitely getting away with it. It's like for one week, if you're having a nightmare, then you could post three times in a week, mm-hmm. but like you need to show up a bit more. Otherwise you're falling off people's radar once a week's kind of pointless. If you're trying to grow and some people might may find an exception, but that's typically not the case. Um, in terms of connections, I would suggest you do apply a KPI like three to five people per day that you connect with that are well researched who has, you know, and there'll be maybe if it's five people and everyone does have time for this. Okay. You know, I'm homeschooling two days a week and and stuff like that. So I I have time, other people have time. And so if you have like, even if it's just five a day, two people potentially could buy or relevant to the space within you operate within which you operate. And the other three are maybe more influence based or network uh, uh, creators. And I can't overstate the importance of, of, of being close with them. Um, and so start DM conversations with them. None of the, uh, like, it makes me, it hurts to even say it out loud, but none of the, the messages like, I wanted to join, to connect with like minded individuals, <laughs> or I, I hoped to maybe have you in my network. LinkedIn suggested you, as if to yeah. say, like, I've been forced or coerced <laughs> in a connection request. It's far more effective to, to dare to do this revolutionary new, new technique. Of spending like seven seconds on their profile and actually read the thing and then comment on that in a, in a connection note instead so I like connect meaningfully basically hey I saw your post it's really clever I like how you said this thing which, mm-hmm. which suggests I'd actually read the thing and so it's just a good idea to do that and just show up for them that way having those each day like three a day is nothing but that's 90 a month that's mm-hmm. over a thousand a year and you have time for it and like it's very little things that in, in your business day would supersede like when, like when your um, tutor told you in 2012 to build a LinkedIn profile, it's good advice in hindsight, very few things that will supersede building a network mm-hmm. that can help you with converting. You talk about funnel as well in terms of the community building. And what's essentially is that kind of, it kind of is important to get the distribution, but your content should be done in a way where possibly once a week, you have something a bit more meaningful in terms of a post with, with a a call to action that is designed to get people to kind of lift their hand up and say, here's an area that I actually am struggling with or might need help with or is interesting to me that is aligned with where you can operate and the thing right now, we're obviously recording this late, like mid, late 2020, but the thing right now is polls. They are gold for leads because if you write a poll with three options and a fourth being other ad whatever, but three options of you know, things that you find difficult in the world of sales, for instance, and you get 400 people vote because they're giving loads of bandwidth to polls, of course, then you've got 150 people saying, I have a problem with converting leads on LinkedIn. Well, you know, you've now got a list of leads and you can legitimately send them a direct message saying, hi, Laura, thanks so much for voting on the poll. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. What made you click on that voting option out of interest? And like, oh, it's because woe is me, I have no money, I cannot convert anyone. And then you've got a conversation uh, that's actually a bit more authentically based on them say, saying, you know, I've got a bit of a problem with something. So you can't miss with 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 lead gen. But if but if you're just waiting as the myth is peddled at the moment, if you're just waiting for people to come to you and bang over some DM saying, hey, can I buy your product, please? Then that's a bit patchy, and that's not really a good way of running a business unless you're a mega influencer with three hundred thousand active followers, which we're not yet for most <laughs> of us. I'm
0: yeah, not, I, <laughs> I feel like I, I can ask you so many questions about LinkedIn because you can. I'm, I'm well. I'm always on the platform, and you know, some days I just don't feel like you know posting and engaging with other people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to scroll through, and that's okay too. But we have to remember that we're not going to grow our audience. We're not going to get the results we want if that's what we're doing that day.
1: I, I would say if you are really not feeling it and a repost isn't going to happen and you're you can spend you're going to spend 10 minutes, find content of interesting people and write a meaningful comment with the three key elements. So one will be that you tag them so they get the notification you've written something. Two, that you've written a meaningful point about their content and three that you've stimulated a response from them to maybe ask a question as well Mm -hmm. a comment like that really brings them to it shows that you've been bothered to read properly and makes them want to engage with you that's a really good use of your time if you did that three times a day I mean that's a good alternative to not having time to do a post but a lot of the time these Mm -hmm. are excuses
0: yeah I think we might have to do a another interview to get more of your insight and see where you're at in the next six months or something because now how that'd many, be really cool. yeah like, like we can i'm gonna apply everything you told me and then in six months we see where, what happened we can do that'd that be amazing
1: because think of all the things you would have done by then you would have done the course you would have watched mm-hmm. all of the live streams and applied everything i've suggested in this episode that'd be amazing
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly where i'm gonna be in six months
1: <laughs> it's being recorded it's great <laughs> okay. you're, you're now accountable to it I'll, I'll be checking up um, yeah. no, I've really enjoyed it, I would love to come back again thank you very much and yeah. uh, this is an awesome podcast so I wish you the best for it, it is, thank I you have-
0: so much for sharing your knowledge and being here with us today
1: you're very welcome, I really enjoyed it thank you so much